From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. Don't you just love Friday nights? Especially when the sun is shining, the patios are open, and hockey is back. That's right, hockey is back for sure because the players voted yes. Pretty overwhelming yes vote, as a matter of fact. 502 players voting yes to the new CBA. Only 135 voting no for the CBA and the return to play plan. What that means is we've got hockey starting August the 1st. Flames and the Jets. Flames and the Jets will open up their best of five series on August the 1st. They will play game number two on August the 3rd. Game number three on August the 4th. And then if necessary, they will play August the 6th and August the 8th. You know, that that first round, the, the play-in, the seeding round, you got 52 games in a nine-day stretch. We're talking five or six games a day. If you're a hockey fan, you're going to get your hockey fix starting August the 1st. Now, players do have an opportunity to opt out if they want. It's a penalty-free opt-out. They can do that by Monday, 5 o'clock Eastern. How many players will opt out? There'll be a few. But I think most players will say, let's play some hockey. Let's get back to some NHL playoff hockey, and it is going to be fun. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. It is Friday fun time. The People's Sportscaster is with us tonight. And and we've got a huge hockey fan as our special guest at about 7.15. If, if Derek Bidwell, we don't get stiff like we did last week with Devon Claybrooks. Ah, don't jinx it already. <laughs> like, oh, man. Biscuit had too many biscuits, I think. And he, uh, you know, maybe he had a big meal. He must have had a really, really, really big meal. And then he just needed a nap after that or something. I don't know. Shame on us. We should know better than to book an American on the July 4th long weekend. Yeah, that might have had something to do with it. I don't know. I, I think we can chirp him because when, you, when you're a no-show for your radio show, I think you can get chirps. So yeah, I think I think biscuit uh, biscuit deserves it. And uh, yeah, I, maybe we'll stay away from Americans on July Fourth because we just know that they they like to you know they like to get out there and, and whip it up. I guess a little bit. Well, we learned a good lesson. And and hey, we will get Devon Claybrooks back on on a later date. But the guest we've got tonight, I'm very excited about. I'm not going to give it away just yet. Uh, but I love talking golf, and and well, I'll just and, and and let's just hold off till we make sure that we, that we have a producer them. gets them online. <laughs> yeah, okay, good point. Because... In the summer now, it, it's just in the summer now, <laughs> and uh, it 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 really is like in summer holidays. Uh, it, it seemed like it started a little bit early, but I guess we are uh, pretty much there now. I guess we would be in a normal year as well. But yeah, you, there's just a whole lot of other uh, variables that could come into play that may not make them uh, be there for us. So let's just. Say, if we do get this guest, you're excited for him for why? Because he's a golfer and I'm a golfaholic. <laughs> you are. You golf a lot, actually. <laughs> I've, I've, I haven't golfed yet this year and you've golfed, no? what, oh, seven times? I, I think I'm up to ten now, so. 
Wow. Yeah, well, it's it's one of the things you can do in, in a COVID world. Hey, this is our show about nothing. He's the people sportscaster, Derek Bidwell, of course, from Global Saskatoon. This is a show where we, we don't talk a lot of sports. Well, we, we talk a little sports, but not a lot of sports. We like to have fun. We like to embarrass ourselves. And, and I, and I want to thank you for nominating me for the trick shot for Snowy earlier this week. Now, you got nominated by Glenn Campbell, yeah. and, and I have to ask the question tonight. Who did it better, and who is more lazy? Because we, we both took the soft road out on our, on our trick shots. Okay. I, th- I think it's a, a two-part answer. I think, <laughs> I think you did it better because you added in more video and goofiness, and you had some footage from you know a Rodney Dangerfield movie, and then you had... And then, you, you know, you kind of got a little bit of, of props as a father because you had your daughter doing an amazing dive. And then, uh, and so I guess, I guess you had more elements to you and yours that I, I, I guess it was better. But <laughs> as far as who was lazier or who uh, mailed it in more, it was definitely you. You didn't, like, you didn't even get off your couch and please. I went with my gal Andrea's son, Gabe, to the park. We tried to get him to do a trick shot like we were running out of battery and sunlight and we were just getting eaten by mosquitoes because he just kept trying to do these shots and they wouldn't work and and i would do the preamble okay here we are we're doing the trick shot thanks for nominating me glenn campbell and then da 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 and then he'd miss and then okay we'd do it again do it again do it again do it again and then eventually we just have to had to use one of his flub ups (laughs) kind of make a joke of it and then nominate you Otherwise, we were going to have like be there all night, thousand mosquito bites, and be there all night. Yeah, <laughs> like you didn't even try to make a shot yourself, though. Not that, well. You're right because I did do mine from my office. I didn't. I didn't leave my house, and and so I was a little bit lazy. But I was, you know, it, the, the tough thing about the trick shot for snow. And if you don't know, what we're talking about uh, Chris Snow, the Flames' assistant coach, of course, diagnosed over a year ago with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, was given one year to live. Well, he passed that date earlier this week, and and the Calgary Flames organization started up this trick shot for snow so we can raise some money for ALS. And, and it's, it's been taken off. It's going North America-wide. So many people are doing it. So it, it, is a, it is a really, really neat thing to be involved with. And congratulations to the Flames organization for doing it. And, and hey, it's just an amazing story with, uh, with what Chris Snow is doing. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I like everybody getting behind it. it mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether you're getting off the couch or not, whether you're getting somebody else to attempt to do it for you, uh, it just draws attention to a great cause. Uh, draws attention to, uh, you know, a man that's uh, going through something, you know, very serious. And, and that it shows a lot of support for him, and that means a lot. I know that it does when someone is going through something like this. So um, even though it's a little bit silly, it, it does provide some serious help and benefits, uh, uh, you know, to, to someone that's going through a very serious thing. So, so um, however you do it, if you do it on the couch or if you do it uh, trying to film somebody else, uh, making the trick shot, uh, feel free to uh, to get involved and, and get started and challenge other people and just once again to gain a little more momentum behind it and a little more attention behind, uh, you know, something that has to uh, uh, be fought, another another uh, serious illness out there that needs more attention and needs more money um, in order to find a cure. If I was going to tweak your video, you know how I would tweak your video, Bidzi? I don't know if you're going to be able to tweak my video. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe just a titch. I, well, don't know. I, I would I mean, tweak. Yeah. I would tweak your video by maybe having Derek Bidwell take a take a basketball shot. And 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 you know what? It's funny because tweak is our word of the. That, how many is that? Five now? I think it's five. Five tweaks. Yeah. 
I think it was five. I don't know. I think we got to. I think we got to let them catch up. <laughs> let them catch up. <laughs> because if we throw in too many, then they'll they'll just give up. They'll throw in the towel. We got. So we got. We, some... I think we. If they, you know, this is like a college thing. You like. You know, we we can't we can't let them. We got to let them catch up a little bit here. <laughs> we we have a couple of friends uh, listening into the program tonight. Uh, they're they're at the cabin and they said they're going to take a drink every time we say the word tweak on the show. That's six now. Um, yeah, they're at six. Uh, <laughs> So I don't know. Like this could get could get a little serious. We we better let him like once again. I think we better let him catch up. Maybe they should just chug, <laughs> just chug now. That, yeah, and then we'll and then we'll uh, and then when we will install a few more tweaks a little later. We'll tweak the show a little bit later on. Tw- tweak the show a little bit later. I I, yeah, I I wonder when our guest and we're going to get our guest in a few minutes. I wonder when he tweaked his back. Back injury. Ah, uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit more than a tweak. Yeah. Once again, we are way over the top with the tweaks. So I think we got to, okay, let's just, maybe we'll just tell the fellas, okay, that that's three. Okay, so that's three. At least you got to have, that, that, that counts for three, and then we'll hit you up again after 7.15, maybe with a few more tweaks. Yes, we might be getting a few drunk texts later on tonight in the show. Uh, you know yeah. the text number, 403-974-8255. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Every Friday night, we like to bring on a special guest. We've had some outstanding guests. Yes, we got stiff last week, but that's okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna to see if we can get back on track tonight because we've got a very special guest coming your way next. Not only is he an Olympian, he's a world-class golfer. Derek Bidwell will introduce our special guest when we come back. This is Friday Fun Time. This is Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. How did you like that? A little Friday fun time with the people's sportscaster, Derek Bidwell, on a beautiful Friday night in Calgary. The sun is shining. The patios are open. Hockey is back, which is fantastic. And, and Bidzi, I just got a, a nice picture text from Sean Cable. And Sean Cable is, <laughs> yeah. is, is taking a drink. He's got his lovely family in the background. And, and I think you got another text too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I got one from his brother, Scott Cable, the, the Cable Boys. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, uh, they're the ones that got us into the, the, the tweaking for a, for a sip or for a shot or whatever they were doing. And so, yeah, he just said, holy, jumping Jehoshaphat. Slow down there, boys. How many shots do you think I can take? <laughs> so... <laughs> There was too many tweaks. I think. I think they were thinking. We were thinking they were going to have a sip with every tweak, and then we we, we thought they thought they were doing a shot. So I think I don't know. I, I guess we'll have to we'll have to slow it down. But they, they I, should I know better. They take. should know better if they're going to give us a challenge to say yeah, how many times we yeah. can say tweak on the show just when they take a drink or a shot. Uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get them plastered. That's all there is to it. Yeah. If if they're following up with what we're saying. <laughs> So we can't, I don't know if they're able so, to play. So, I don't know if they're able to perform as fast. So I don't know. They, they're going to have a real good time. The Cable Boys, uh, and, you know, and, and they're out at Glenifer Lake. They're going to have a real good time. We better not say tweak anymore because if we say tweak some more, they might have to drink some more. So anyway, hey, Bidzy, yeah. we got a, we got a special guest. We didn't get stiff tonight on Friday Fun Time, so yeah. you you get to do the honors. Will you please introduce our special guest? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Time to bring on tonight's guest. He's a grip it and rip it kind of fella. He's a PGA player. 
hailing from Weyburn, Saskatchewan, currently hanging his hat in Boise, Idaho, where he went to college. He made over 11 million bucks on tour, so find out if you're related to him. (laughs) He lives and dies with the Boise State Broncos and the Flames, a huge fan. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the man that rocked the best beard in the history of the PGA Tour, inspired by ZZ Top. This is Graham Dillette. Graham Dillette, a special guest on Sports Talk with John. Are you still rocking the beard, Graham? Uh, I've got a small one going on now, but that was quite the intro. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, you know, Bidzy, Bidzy likes to uh, to pump up our guests, and uh, uh, we're very excited to talk about you tonight. I, I, I don't know if you know much about the show, but this is our show about nothing. During COVID, we decided to basically do a show, and, and, and since there's really not a lot of sports to talk about, we would just have some fun and tell some stories and, and bring on some special guests. So uh, so thanks. I, I remember I remember you in, in 2009 at Sorocco. You probably don't remember me, but, uh, but I, I was doing a radio show from I'm going to wager that he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> but but I I think I was I got, one. Of, I got a fiber that says he does. I, I think I was one of the first guys to uh, interview after after you won at Sirocco uh, in uh, at the ATB Classic back in '09. Do you, do you remember me, uh, Graham? Absolutely, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are good memories, man. I was uh, I was t- telling someone just the other day that. Some of the best times of my entire professional golf career was playing mini tours and playing Canadian tour. Like it was, uh, those obviously, you know, it's nice to play for the bigger money and that's where you want to be. But, uh, like the, the, um, amount of like friendships and everything that I have from those tours and those three years are probably more than I have playing on the PGA tour. Everything is just so much more serious. It's so much more of a business than out there. I mean, say we're going to every Earl's across Canada five nights a week and crushing beers and, shoot numbers is what we were trying to do that was like our motto one year like crush beers and shoot numbers so we were having fun (laughs) it was always three of us traveling together and the high guy would sleep on the on the floor in the hotel that night and we'd play the next day and uh, that's kind of how it went. So those are some good times. You know, it's it's kind of funny because I, I remember uh, I used to host a couple of players on the on the Canadian tour, the McKenzie tour, as it's called now, and uh, Clayton Rask yeah. and, and all of his boys from the University of Minnesota would stay in my basement, and 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 they loved it because you know what, saved them a few dollars from staying in a hotel, and I would cook them the odd breakfast and stuff like that. But you you probably had had some similar stories where you know you you probably stayed in the odd uh, the odd house uh, here and there and everywhere. Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, from time to time, we would do billets, and then you know, the other times, kind of in hotels. But I remember Clayton; he was a hell of a player. He, he was hit it long. I can't. I don't know. I don't know whatever happened to him. I haven't seen his name in a long time. But uh, he's back in Minnesota. Yeah, was, he he likes remember, hunting and fishing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I know that uh, one time. I remember we the same three of us and James Love from Calgary and Bill Tarosh from Edmonton, who I basically traveled with all the time, and we had the tour championship. Was it? like uh barry ontario which is like two hours north of uh toronto so we rented a car that the only you know how you you rent a car like seinfeld has that skit oh yeah you rented it but then it's not there when you get there and they don't know how to hold the reservation whatever but so we ended up in a pt cruiser and there was three of us with three massive club glove golf bags and all of our suitcases so the guy who finished last in term four was in the back seat covered in uh, suitcases and golf clubs, and then the two of us were scooted way up, you know, basically our chest touching the front of the, uh, the steering wheel and everything in the front seat, but 
those are the times that like guys and I mean trust me man I wish that I would have gone straight from college to the PGA Tour but some of those kids that do they really don't know what it's like to kind of like go through the struggles and enjoy all those times with your buddies and the, the friendships that you make and you know like you just you get out on tour and like I said everything is just so much more serious and everyone's kind of doing their own thing and uh, you know there's the odd guy who go for a couple cocktails on Friday after missing the cut but you know once you get older you guys start flying home on a Friday night try to see their kids for two days and then hit the road again on Monday or Tuesday so it's just a different world it truly is he's Graham Dillette special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock and Friday Fun Time with Derek Bidwell let's bring Bidzy into this conversation hey Bidzy Hey, Graham, I was just going to ask you, too, like, you, you talked a little bit about, you know, uh, the high guy sleeps on the floor, the high score, I guess, sleeps on the floor, and uh, going from, you know, uh, to the Earls across uh, across Canada and, and uh, crushing beers and, and shooting numbers and all that stuff. Do you think that that really uh, helped you, that experience? You hear this in, in other sports, too, uh, you know, with guys in, in baseball and hockey, that the time the minors uh, just made them a little bit more of a – Oh, I don't know. I guess a, a tougher a player once they got into the pros to help them, uh, you know, face the grind and, and the scrutiny and the pressures and and that sort of thing. Do you think that by going through those pressures and, and getting to the PGA that you, it helped you with the, the pressures that you would feel every day as a PGA player? Yeah, I think so a little bit. I mean, um, and like I said, I wish I would have gotten my card right out of college, but I didn't. And at the time, I know now that I wasn't ready. Um, physically and mentally, probably. Uh, you know, my game grew a lot over the three years that I played mini tours. But, uh, yeah, also you just learn how to deal with everything else that goes along with being a professional golfer, with the travel and being away and missing your family and all that stuff's real. And it's uh, hotels and restaurants and flights and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of the, I guess, the not-so-sexy part of the job or whatever, but nobody would ever complain about it, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, so I think, like, um, you know, just in general, like my game needed it. And then also just kind of maturing as, as a person and, uh, you know, as a professional. So, so, so what's the best experience, you know, teeing it up at Augusta or teeing it up as a, as a Canadian Olympian in Rio? The Rio was pretty special. Um, it was, uh, we, I was, I happened to be the first group off that day which was really cool because Canada was actually the defending champions from right. like 1905 or something, right? So I was in the first group off, and it was neat. I mean, they sang everyone's national anthem, um, you know, before you cheat off and waved your flag around. It was just, it was really, really special. I remember walking through the opening ceremonies and having absolute goosebumps everywhere, knowing like all these people was the highlight of their four years the pinnacle is what they've been working for for four years and you know like for us if we didn't play well david and i we were going to greensboro the next week and there was an eight million dollar purse you know type of thing so it it was like you really got to see how much just love and pride and everything these people had gone through and they put their balls on the line for four years to to get there and that was a really really special thing to see and that's the thing that i'll always remember about that but uh, teeing up at, at Augusta the first day is uh, it's pretty special as well. Oh, I, I can. Hey, why did your why did your caddy not go to Rio? I, I can't remember the story because you had you had like Ray Whitney on on your bag. Right. Yeah. Do you remember? I, it wasn't SARS. It was uh, there had like some mosquito thing down there. Oh yes, it was. Uh, was uh, it was a Zika, Zika virus. Zika. That's right. Yeah. Zika. That's Zika. right. So, yeah. And him and his family were 
or him and his wife were going to try to start a family at the time. And uh, the one thing it kind of attacked was like uh, sperm or whatever. Pregnant, you know? preg- so pregnant women. Yes. Was, yes. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I was gonna, that's the main reason. I was, so I was going to throw in too, another, another that, quick. That was fun. Yeah. I was going to throw in another quick question too. We, we've had other Olympians on the show too, Graham, and, and they talk about, you know, uh, prior to, you know, their, their competition, not so much prior, usually after their competition, they talk about the social aspect of, of being at the Olympics and getting to meet so many other athletes and the Olympic village and, and all that sort of stuff. Maybe just like, what was that like uh, once, you know, once you were done competing, just uh, whether it was just for the day or in, in its entirety, what was it like, you know, being around all those other athletes in that environment, maybe having a chance to just kind of enjoy the social aspect? Yeah, we got to do that a little bit. Unfortunately, both David and I had committed to playing Greensboro the next week, which is the final event of the season. And I was like, I don't even know, like 120th on the list or whatever, and top 125 get their cards back or get to the playoffs. And so I couldn't really afford to miss Greensboro the next week. Eventually, I went in there and missed the cut anyway, so I wish I would have stayed. But <laughs> that's the one regret I have is that I would have stayed and just enjoyed even just like a few days because um, we finished on the Sunday and left like Monday morning and we we're out of there. Um, and that's definitely the biggest regret I have from that week because uh, it would have been fun. We went to a lot of different uh, activities and sports and stuff and watched diving and badminton was unbelievable, ping pong. Um, we went to some uh, track and field stuff. It was really, really cool to, to be there. It was funny when we when we got there, we're all kind of in like an apartment condo or whatever, me and David and our coaches and caddies. And um, I walked into my bedroom, into the bathroom in there, and there was like two, like a black wire and a red wire where this like light is supposed to be in my uh, in my bathroom with no like electric tape or anything. And we had heard that, <laughs> we had heard that it was like a little bit incomplete in Athletes Village, but uh, it was pretty cool just cruising around there on bikes and just seeing all the athletes and we saw Djokovic just like playing tennis randomly with his buddy or whatever and sat there and just watched him. And uh, it was pretty cool. Hey, that, that is cool. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold for a second. We're, we're going to give you a little bit of a homework assignment here. We, we always ask our guests, who, who's the biggest celebrity you've ever hung out with? So we're going to ask you that question when we come back. He's Graham Dillette, PGA Tour player, special guest here with Jock and Derek. It's Friday fun time. This is Sports Talk with Jock. Sunny and 20 degrees in downtown Calgary. Good evening from Global News. It's 7.30. I'm Haley Jarmaine. The federal government's decision to hand the WE organization a $900 million program has ensnared Finance Minister Bill Morneau in addition to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. One of Morneau's daughters has spoken at WE events in the past, although she was not paid. The other is working in the organization's travel department on a contract. A spokeswoman for Morneau says there is absolutely no link between her employment and any work that we does with the federal government. As you've heard in Sports Talk, Edmonton and Toronto have been officially unveiled as hub cities as part of the NHL's 2014 blueprint to resume the 2019-20 campaign. The Stanley Cup playoffs are to, scheduled to be played entirely in Edmonton. Clearing tonight and a low of 11 tomorrow, mainly sunny and a high of 26. It is 20 degrees. Breaking news when it happens. Our next news at 8 o'clock. I'm Haley Jarmain.
Every Friday night, we'd like to have a little fun here on Sports Talk with Jock. It's our show about nothing. Uh, we, we bring on a special guest, and tonight it's a real honor to be joined by uh, PGA Tour player uh, Graham Dillette. And, and, and Graham, we, we, just, we just got a caller here. So uh, Jeff wants to come on the show, and, uh, and, and, and I think he's got a, a, a Graham Dillette story. So, so Jeff, you're on the air with, with Graham okay. Dillette. Hey, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Jocko! <laughs> What's up, buddy? How <laughs> much, bud, you? Oh, boy. This this could sting, bud. <laughs> this could sting? <laughs> well, well so anyways, the guys reached out to me and just uh, wanted me to tell a Graham Dillette story, some of, like, a fond memory of, I guess, that we have of our childhood growing up and whatever. And the one that kind of, seeing that this is Calgary and the Flames, I figured I'd get them involved. And uh, I don't know if you remember going up to Ryan Bader's cabin way back in the day and getting a couple tee shots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You want, why don't you yeah. want to tell the story? Why don't you tell the story? You're a better talker than I am. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for that. I, the, uh, we we were up in Saskatoon for the summer. This is I was still in college, um, and uh, I come back to the summer or for the summer, and we went up to Beta's uh, cabin, and the Regeer brothers were there. Beta, a couple other guys, I can't really remember exactly, and uh, needless to say, we're having a few beers out in the back patio or whatever, sitting on the lake, and. One of the guys thinks it's a good idea to grab a couple of drivers and go out there and have a long drive contest, hit balls into the water. So the Regeer boys go first, and they crush them. They're pretty good golfers, actually, and big boys, obviously. And then I think I went next, trying to swing as absolute, <laughs> as hard as I could, flipped my back foot, literally like hit about a foot behind the ball in the dirt, popped the ball, almost hit. It was like a snap low hook, almost hit Beta's boat. <laughs> They're like, you're on the national team? <laughs> There's, there's your Olympic athlete right there. I heard you guys talking here about five minutes ago. And that's just representing Canada in the Olympics right there, boys. Be proud. Uh, Jeff, that's uh, that's good stuff. Uh, I appreciate that tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we're going to bring Mitzi. Jocko. <laughs> uh, Graham, Graham, I, I got to ask you, why did you become or how did you become such a big Flames fan? Uh, honestly, when I, when I was like a kid, I, grew, I was born in Waver. We moved to Moose Shop for like five years. And uh, during that time, that's when Theo played there. Right. So those are like kind of my first memories of hockey. My dad taking me to see like the Warriors games, and I was like five, six years old, four, five, six, kind of like that. And then we moved back to Waver, and then Theo obviously went away, played um, uh, Salt Lake, and then kind of got called up there halfway through the season or whenever it was. And um, then they won the cup, and I was eighty-nine. So that basically kind of hooked me as a seven-year-old kid. I was just a flame fan right from the get-go. I, I can understand that. That will uh, definitely get you in there. And uh, and Theo should be in the Hall of Fame, for goodness sakes. That still pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And I think he will. Um, but, yeah, there's – it. I mean, who knows what kind of goes on in all those selections and stuff. But Oh, I know. It seemed like he was more than deserving, that's for sure. So uh, he'll, get his, he'll get his chance. Are you excited now, to hockey? So I was just going to have one more like, hockey question. Are you excited sorry, the hockey's yeah. back, Graham? Because, hey, we, we're finally oh, going to yeah. return to and play I, here. Yeah. I hope it all works out. Yeah, I saw August 1st. We all went to first day or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I just I just really, really have my fingers crossed that everything works out. Like, mm. even with the PGA Tour coming back, you know, there's obviously been cases, um, and it's up to everyone's perspective whether they're doing a good job having five or five's too much. But we don't need to get into that. But nope. there's, I don't think there's any doubt that um, something's going to happen a little bit, and hopefully they have – like, I mean, even with the PGA Tour, it's literally evolving every week. There's new protocols and stuff like that, and they're trying to stay up on it. And, and, you know, and they were kind of the guinea pig. So hopefully the NHL 
and all the other sports have kind of picked little pieces of what has worked and hasn't worked for the PGA Tour and uh, do their best. But yeah, it'll be nice to see see some hockey again. Without a doubt. Bidzy, sorry to interrupt you there, buddy. I was going to say, Graham, this will lead up to probably the next question that Jock had uh, teed up a little bit earlier to ask you about uh, who's the most famous person you've met and tell the story behind it. But we'll save that for after this question. Now, you probably had a chance to meet a lot of people, obviously, through your, your time as a PGA player leading up to that. And just maybe in general in life, you could run into people all the time. And, and you mentioned that you were a huge uh, Theo Fleury fan. Uh, have you had a chance to, to to meet him, to talk to him? And does he know that uh, one of Canada's uh, best golfers and Saskatchewan's favorite golfer is is a Theo Fleury fan. Yeah, he, I've, I've met him at a couple different uh, Calgary Flames uh, functions or whatever over the years, and then he also came to uh, Saskatoon one year and did. Uh, he was like kind of a guest in my uh, annual charity golf tournament that I do. So um, I have gotten to meet him uh, a number of times, and uh, he actually played music for us that night too. Um, his band, his band his, out there, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was actually pretty cool. It's not too bad, man. <laughs> well, you know what, uh, Theo's a good friend, and uh, I, I I I would I do want to see him recognized by the Flames first of all. You know, number fourteen should be uh, hanging up yeah. in the jersey, and, and we talked about the Hall of Fame earlier. Okay, uh, it, it's a question that we ask every one of our guests because we've had some great answers. Whether you know people spending the day on the lake with uh, you know with uh, uh, Dennis Rodman or you know Robin Regeer hanging out of the White House with Barack Obama. So uh, you you've been all over the world playing golf, and I'm sure you have met. Some some really, really interesting people. So, uh, what's 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 on the top of your list when it comes to famous people? You because you're pretty famous yourself, Graham. It's crazy, actually. I, I uh, initially I was going to say Wayne Gretzky. I had a really cool the first or what a really cool experience sitting at Pebble and having lunch with him after a round. And then when Jockey called in for Jeff, my buddy, I was thinking about the time at the we went to the Kentucky Derby together with another couple. And uh, we hung out with Tony Romo and, like, party with him. He had all these backstage passes. So we did that one night. So oh, that would be a pretty good one. And then when you're explaining that, I've been to the White House and seen Obama or met Obama and Biden there when uh, President's Cup year. So that's kind of tough. I totally forgot about the president of the United <laughs> States. But uh, <laughs> we, both the, happens, both the uh, U.S. All the and time, the time, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> Both the international and uh, American teams got to go in there, and they had beaten us and um, whatever. It was like the next summer, and it was pretty neat. So because we, we went into the Oval Office, and uh, they had it's exactly like you see on movies. And then on, on the other side of where the office is, there's like kind of like a little seating area with like some couches and table, like coffee table, and there was like all these apples on the table. I can't remember who it was at first. Like, man, I'm gonna have I'm gonna eat an apple out of the <laughs> Oval Office. So they just like grab this apple crunches on it. We're like, holy. And so then all of us were just like eating apples now out of the Oval Office. And then uh, it was pretty neat. <laughs> Apparently Obama's a, a really big golf fan. And uh, so there was like Secret Service or whatever their bodyguards or whatever security was with them the whole time we were in there. He wasn't in the Oval Office with us. And he said that anything that was open, we could go and look in. And uh, the, the security guy said, guys i've never seen him leave his office open for anyone so you guys can go in there and he's like this is the first time i've even seen in there he's like so either that was an accident or he intentionally left it up but 
they had like George Foreman signed gloves and a lot of really cool memorabilia and stuff in there. Wow. So that was pretty neat. Was well, pretty cool. you know, one up on Reggie because uh, Regeer didn't actually get to go into the Oval Office, so you you won up that for sure. But and I, he didn't, and he never <laughs> ate any fruit. No, he never <laughs> ate an apple. So like, he he basically never even really met him. He was just kind of in the area. <laughs> right. Well, I, I got to ask uh, you about Tony Roma too, because uh, you know the, the guy the guy is uh, I, I think he's a better color commentator than he is a football player. I shouldn't say that he's actually a very he was a very good football player too. But what was Tony like? Uh, yeah, he was good. So we just kind of have mutual friends, and we went out for uh, supper the one night, and there was a big long table, and um, he was kind of at the end, and Larry David was there sitting with him or whatever, and and I'm like the biggest Seinfeld Tribune enthusiasm guy. I don't know if you guys are into those shows or whatever. So I was like, oh my god, Larry. There was like the first time I'd really been starstruck. I'm like, oh Tony Romo, that's cool, but I'm like, this is Larry David. Um, so that was that was pretty neat too. I have. Totally spaced out, but anyways, yeah, and we just Romo is uh, one of my one of my buddies is good buddies with him, and from Dallas, and he just took us out. He's like, "Boys, you're with me tonight. You can do whatever you want. We go to all these places, and there's massive lines everywhere you go." And have you guys ever been in Kentucky Derby? I, I have never what? been to the Kentucky Derby. No, no, I it's was going to ask cool, you a little bit about that. They have all these parties everywhere around town, or whatever. That like all these special people get invited to, and we weren't on any kind of invited list but tony got us in everywhere so it was pretty cool when you're rolling with tony he can he can get he can go places i can understand he that pulls some strings yeah <laughs> <laughs> i bet and i was going to say like i was going to ask you just a follow-up question to that too like graham like so so just so our listeners know so you're calling him you're calling him uh J- jocko which is uh, you know your jeff will your buddy is nick right. is jockey of course jockey. and then uh, jockey, so you calling him Jocko, and then we got Jock Wilson. If you're close, yes. to, close to the show, so we don't want to confuse the guests. But that's that's all that's all going on now. Right. I, I know talking with Jockey or Jocko <laughs> Jeff Will <laughs> in Saskatoon. I saw some of the pictures on Facebook and that sort of thing. Uh, that I mean, that's that's just it looks like a great time. It, it's more than just the dudes putting on some swanky uh, sport coats and bow ties and and hats, and the gals putting on big hats. Like it just seems like such a one-day spec like it just seems like such an amazing one-day thing that almost at the end of it you would almost be tired from just taking in so much uh, of that day well yes and no but like you're tired mostly from doing it thursday friday and then saturday oh saturday is kind of the icing on the cake (laughs) no because now they have uh they have races all through the week and so like thursday and friday um there's also a race. I can't remember what they're called now. The uh, and then obviously the Derby is on Saturday. But yeah, it is it is a spectacle. I mean, the amount of people that are there, the amount of booze being thrown around, just the everyone's attitudes and like the the swings and emotions when you see people. Like the one thing you don't realize, like when you go to like something like that. Like I go to horse races at small tracks and stuff, and the races go pretty quickly, like every 20 minutes or whatever. But there, there were about an hour between each race just because it was like such a, it's just crazy just to even go down and get your bed in, just the lines and everything. So it is kind of a long day. So you spend a lot of time of it looking at a sheet of paper that you pretend like you know what's going on with all the jockeys and <laughs> history yeah. and stuff like that, which I can't really read. And then you just kind of nod at each other and put your bed in, and then you just drink. I, I, I hear you. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of like the Super Bowl 
of horse racing, isn't it? Because if I, and I've never been to a Super Bowl, but I've got lots of friends that have been to Super Bowls, and and it's the game is almost secondary when it's all said and done because it's all right. the parties leading up to the game. Have you have you been to a Super Bowl before? No, no, I haven't. Uh, uh, that would be on my bucket list. Yeah, for sure. I I agree with that 100%. Hey, we are running out of time, Graham, and we we do appreciate your time, but I guess I should ask you, you know, just a a golf question because uh, we see Tiger Woods coming back next week at the Memorial. When when is Graham coming back? When is Graham DeLette going to tee it up again? I I know you've had some some back issues. Yeah, I'm I'm working at it. I actually just had another little setback just a few days ago. I was planning on playing uh, Minneapolis, the 3M, which is in Minnesota, just a few weeks from now, but... Uh, I'm just kind of starting to move around here a lot, little better here today. So I think I'm going to move it back at least a week. And there's a an off uh, or an opposite field event in Truckee, California, which used to be the Reno Tahoe Open. They moved it just across the border in California. But uh, there's an event there that I may play, and then I just wait until after the playoffs in the fall and kind of start it up in the fall. That's kind of my plan right now. So uh, you know, barring any kind of setbacks or anything, that's. Uh, that's where I plan to be. No, nothing yeah, worse when on. you nothing worse when you tweak your back in the game of golf, and I just had to get tweak in so the cable boys oh, can yeah, have one, one tweak. Yeah, one, one, one more, more little one tweak more in there. Yeah, one more. Hey, Graham, drink. before we let you go, too, uh, a hockey question. Uh, the, the you know everything's about to get started here right away. Uh, talk about what you think uh, the Flames' chances are. Oh, good question. To, to get through Winnipeg or just through the entire? Well, let's start. Let's start with Winnipeg. Let's start with Winnipeg. I actually, I actually don't hate the matchup. I think it all. If, if Connor Hellebuck plays well, I think it's going to be tough. Um, but uh, I think that if we get good goaltending, that's probably all you guys are talking about. Is going to be the goalie up there for the playoffs. But um, you know, if we get some good goaltending, you know, it's just it's NHL playoffs, man. It's going to be tight. The, we got to play tough. I think Lucic is going to help a lot in the playoffs to bring a little bit of toughness and hopefully scare some guys, do a little bit more kind of old school hockey. And, uh, you know, you got to get a couple bounces to fall, but I don't see, I don't see us not getting through Winnipeg, especially we get last change two of the three games, right? There you go. There you go. With no fans, it's going to be weird. Just like no fans, uh, you know, in, in with professional golf and everything else from that standpoint, yeah. it's, it, it's a new world that we're living in right now. Uh, do you think this team can go if, if they get by Winnipeg, do you think they can ever run in the playoffs? There's a lot of firepower. No West, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough, but yeah. I think if you get a hot goalie, that's I think that's about the only way. I mean, I'm not a. I'm trying to be optimistic as I can, but I don't know if like this is the year where we're pegged to go hoist the cup. But hopefully, that's uh, that's coming. But it's nice to to be in the mix at least, and then we get to watch any kind of hockey. And I love the setup. Basically, you just watch hockey from 10 a.m. to midnight every day. <laughs> for like four days. Five or five or six games a day. That's exactly right. Hey, <laughs> yeah. one, so one many, final so one many, final uh, question for me. Oh, so happy. Sorry, sorry, Bidzi, I, I cut you off there. Yeah, I was just gonna say, so many uh, uh, wives or partners. It could be it could be husbands maybe not happy with their wives, but like so many hockey fans, the partners of a lot of hockey fans are going to be so happy when that starts because their significant other, if they're not a hockey fan, will be watching hockey for about six to seven hours a day. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. about right. Or at least it'll just be on. They'll be at some point in time where like, okay, I'll put it on mute. And then you mute it, but you're still, you're still walking through the living room every once in a while checking the door. But. <laughs> uh, you're, you're still living in Boise because you went to university at Boise State. Did, did Boise mm-hmm. State do anything weird with their greens like they did with their football field? 
No, no, we got green grass. Here, you got but, green grass yeah. there. Okay, just just checking. I figured you you just never know. And uh, and hey, nothing like that college experience. That was a few years ago for you, Graham. But uh, really appreciate your time tonight. This was fun. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, really appreciate it. Good luck with the return to the PGA Tour. Hopefully, you're back and get healthy, and uh, hopefully, you can make Canada proud again. Right on. Hey, thanks for having me on, fellas. Go Flames. Hey, go Flames, without a doubt. Thanks, Graham. Uh, that's uh, Graham Dillette, special Bidzy, that was a good one tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, hey, you know, the, uh, better than our, our, our other uh, guests that uh, didn't show up. Old Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, Old Biscuit, July July 4th got the best of them. And, uh, yeah, he had, had to have that nap and missed the show. So, yeah, Graham was awesome. That, and, that's uh, a great story about going into the, the White House, going into Brock's office and uh, the White House and the, the Oval Office and, and, and stealing fruit. I like that. And stealing apples. <laughs> and I, I like the part that where one guy, you know, went and said, I'm going to have an apple. And then the other guy's like, oh, my God, Dave's going to have an apple. Oh, look at Dave. He's eating an apple. And then when Dave eats an apple and doesn't get busted, nobody said then you're like, yeah. I want to have an apple too, because that's part of the story. You can't be like, "Oh, Dave ate an apple, and I didn't even eat it, even try to get an apple." So once Dave got away with it, you know, Dave being for whoever that is, then you got to do it too. So yeah, that's kind of funny. All fall in line, and I like how when we, we asked him about you know meeting somebody, and then he just starts rattling them as if they yes. as if he forgot about those other ones, you know. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Oh, and then Tony oh, Romo, Tony Romo, and these guys at the Kentucky Derby, and then oh, and then. We did meet the president, Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be nice to be a celebrity. Uh, how many times have we said tweak tonight on the show? Uh, enough. Are, are, we the, up, are we up to 15 uh, yet? Cable Brothers are going to be, uh, are gonna be um, having lots of laughs, I think, tonight. Okay. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll tweak the show when we come back because uh, what we have to do is we have to do our Friday shout-outs. We're going to wrap things up. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. It's Friday Fun Time. Thanks so much for listening. This is Global News Radio 770 CHQR. If I had to tweak this show tonight, Bidzy, I don't think I would tweak anything. Because I think we no. hit this one out of the park. Would you? Would you tweak anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I would tweak very much, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think I would just leave it as is. And I think by the number of times we said tweak, uh, the cable boys, uh, they're not going to know whether it's Tuesday or Moose <laughs> So I don't think they would tweak anything either. I, 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 I don't think they can tweak anything. Um, no, I just no. hope I just hope they're taking small sips. That's that's the only yeah, thing small I hope. Sips. And you know, we, and and their their folks are there uh, <laughs> uh, with Cable Boys, uh, uh, Tone and Myrn, Tony and Myrna. And so you know, they're loving us right now. That, that's you and I. That's a nice. That's <laughs> a nice. Out all the tweaks. That's a nice way to to start the Friday shutout because that's how we end uh, Friday Fun Time with uh, with Jock and Bidzy. We basically have our Friday shoutouts, and and, and I got to start it off with you know our, our hero of the month for July because a big shout out to the Popovich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Wood Gundy, great supporters of the Calgary Children's Foundation, and they are our hero of the month for July. Who are you shouting out tonight, Derek Bidwell? Well, first one, I got to give it out to uh, a guy who helped set up our uh, our guest tonight. We got to give a, a shout out to Jeff Will, aka uh, Jockey. Yeah, AKA I was a little confused Jocko. about the jockey, the jockey thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it was, it was Jocko. It was what Graham was saying, and because he shortened down Jockey to Jocko, <laughs> and uh, and so then I was like, well, 
Jock Wilson goes by Jocko, so this is going to get all kind of confusing, whatever. But, yeah, so the nickname for Jeff Will is Jockey, and then they shorten it down to Jocko. And uh, it's because he's a little – I think it's because he's a little height challenge. Oh, he's like you. Uh, he's, he's, in your, yeah, he's in your category. I was going to say, okay. right in my ballpark, too. Same, same thing. Yeah, a little height challenge, so I think that's where the jockey comes from. So, anyway, Jeff Will – uh, works here. Got to give him. A, I'll give him a little plug. He works here in Saskatoon with Remax. Uh, he's a great guy, and he helps set everything up tonight. Uh, being, uh, you know, longtime friends with Graham Dillette. So, thanks, Jeff. Will I think that's a great shout out, and uh, and and Graham was a great uh, great catch tonight. So, uh, what are we going to do next week? We have no idea because it's Friday Fun Time. Something will. Something will. I'm sure land in our lap. Land in our lap. That's exactly right. Bidzi, uh, thanks so much for your time, and you have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Uh, give my love to the lovely Andrea, will you? And you to Sherry as well. Talk soon, brother. You betcha. Derek Bidwell. This is Friday Fun Time. Thanks so much for listening. You be safe. You be healthy this weekend. And we'll be back with you on Monday night on Sports Talk with Chuck.